0: moment here we are going to, we've, we've remembered what Christ has done and we proclaim his death until he comes. And right now we're going to have a chance to be able to remember and celebrate how Jesus has transformed the lives of about 15 of our people as we celebrate their baptism today. And so we're so excited for that, that this is a symbol of the work that has already taken place in their life. And this symbolizes Not just his death as they go into the water, but their resurrection and the resurrection of Jesus Christ as they come up out of the water and have new life in Jesus that has already taken place when they were saved. So, thank you. And let's turn now up here to Pastor Matt Dome.
1: Hi, good morning, Calvary Church. Can you see us up here, up in here in the the heights of the worship center? As Eric said, we have 15 people who are going to proclaim that Jesus has trained, changed their lives from the inside out. First one here is John. Can you say hi, John? It's a, it's a friendly group. <laughs> All right, tell us why you're here to be baptized today.
0: Uh, I am here because uh, even though growing up in the faith, I always try to live on uh, my own will. But, um, you know, this last year, my girlfriend and I, she's also going to be baptized too. Um, we felt the, the urge to find a new church, and we found Calvary, and now we feel god's spoken to us so much and we want to share his love so together we want to share in this moment of being baptized amen there's no greater foundation
1: for a relationship than to put jesus first and today as you celebrate what god's done inwardly uh, as an outward symbol we just celebrate with you guys so based on your testimony of faith john it's now my privilege to get to baptize you in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit What's your name?
2: My name is Megan, and I'm here today with my boyfriend, Sean. I'm here because God stood up before everyone to show his love, so
0: I'm standing up before everyone, including my family, and showing my love for him.
1: Amen. Amen. Well, based on also your testimony of faith, it's now my honor to get to baptize you, Megan. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is Chloe Grant. Can you say hello, Chloe? (laughs) I'm going to read Chloe's testimony here. It says, My great-grandma, Evelyn Grant, began telling me about Jesus Christ since the day I was born. When I was six years old, I was ready to ask Jesus into my heart. Since then, my faith has grown stronger and my walk with him has become closer. Today I'm being baptized not only because God commands it, but because I want my faith to be known to the church. Amen, Chloe. I'm proud of you. How old are you, Chloe?
0: 17.
1: 17 years old. And your great-grandfather is out here as well as a lot of your family members. Your great-grandfather, one of the charter members of Calvary Church, Bill Grant, is 104 a week from today, right? he's out here. Where's Bill? Welcome, Grant family, and proud of you, Chloe. And so based on your uh, statement of faith... It's now my honor to get to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Well done, Tony. This is Jessica. Welcome, Jessica. And Jessica, tell us why you're here to be baptized.
0: Since I can remember, I have always accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior. And because of that, I thought I didn't need to get baptized again. But I'm here today because I want to show that no matter how long you've believed in God, you never stop needing to praise him in public. My baptism today is a continuous commitment and public display of my faith that I pray only gets stronger.
1: Amen. Amen. Well done. Well, based on your testimony of faith, it's now my privilege to get to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. All right, tell us your name and why you're going to get baptized.
2: My name is Noah. I'm here to get baptized because I've been a follower of Jesus since I was eight years old. Uh, my brother and I would pray to stop the negativity in our household, mm-hmm. and he did. And ever since then, I've been walking
1: with Jesus, and I want to set an example for my family. Well, is your family out here somewhere? Uh, yes, they are. A little family there. <laughs> Proud of you, Nella. Proud of the example that you're setting for your family. So based on your testimony of faith, it's now my honor to get to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Everybody say, hi, Daniel. You know, one of the great things about even baptism in a public way is it shows that no matter how old we are or how young we are, we all need Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, how old are you, Daniel? Ten. You're ten years old, and why are you here? Why are you here to get baptized today?
0: I'm here to get baptized because uh, Jesus is in my heart, and I, and
1: uh, since I can remember, when I was um, a young kid, like four years old, I. Um, <laughs> I accepted Jesus in my heart with
0: um, my dad, but my dad already knew Christ, so yeah. then um, I accepted him, and then after this time, I wanted to get baptized because I turned my life to Jesus.
1: Isn't that awesome? Yeah. <laughs> proud of you, Daniel. May you be a world changer for Christ your mm-hmm. entire life. So based on your testimony of faith, Daniel, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
2: Oh, good job. Good job. Good
1: job. Good job. All right. Can you swim out here? <laughs> All right. Tell us your name.
2: Hi, my name is Ella Maria Palmer, and I got I want to do get baptized because I don't. I mean, God does so much for me, and I couldn't find
0: anything for him Mm -hmm. but being baptized. So this is what what I want to do for him.
1: I love it. So Ella came to her parents last summer and said, Mom and Dad, I want to get baptized. Are you sure? I want to get baptized. They let let her think about it for a while. And then here she is a couple months later saying, I still want this. I want to do something for Christ as a response to what he has done for you, right? Yeah. Great. Well, based on your faith, Ella, Uh it's now my honor to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All right. Ashley, tell us why you're here to be baptized. Tell us your your name's Ashley. Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) And why are you here to be baptized? Um, I've always been a believer, but back in high school, I started going down the wrong path and hanging out with the wrong crowd. And about four years ago, I met Jesus in a real way. And I want to make this commitment, and I want to follow him, and I want to spread his love and his name to everybody and everything that I do every day. And as I get married next year, I want to be the wife that God has sent me to be. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Your fiancé and family are out here somewhere. Give a shout-out to Ashley. Okay. Well done, guys. I uh, actually really proud of you and proud of all that God's done even in the last 4 years of your life. So based on your testimony, it's now my honor to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you. All right. All right. Tell us your name and how old you are. I am Martin and I am 10 years old. I remember I was about five years old in preschool, and I remember accepting God for the first time. And then in my dad's truck, he led me in the sinner's prayer, and I felt a strong path with me and God. And I'm here today to show that I am committed to to him. Well done. Well done. Praise God for preschools that point people to Jesus, students to Jesus. Praise God for a dad that would pray with you in his truck. And so, based on your testimony of faith, now my privilege to get to baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. All right, Mondo, tell us about you. All right, my name is Armando Ambraze. I've always been a believer,
0: but um, as a family man, I want to be that strong leader for my family. I want to Mm -hmm. do what is commanded of me. In um, this Thanksgiving weekend, I'm extra, uh, thankful because uh, I had a medical emergency. I went in, up in the ER. I thought I wouldn't see my son's uh, first birthday. He, he turned one this 26th and uh, didn't think I was going to make it. But by the grace of God, I'm here, and I want to show my testimony with everybody. Amen.
1: Yeah, that was about a week ago. Mondo thought he was having a heart attack or a stroke and thought that could be it. And so with a family of five, and it's like, Lord, you've given me another chance, and here I am to stand with you a week later and say that you are my God, you are my King, so amen. So, based on your testimony, Mondo, it's my privilege to get to baptize you, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is future NBA player, Samuel Tehan. Samuel, tell us why you're here to be baptized.
0: Um, because I want to commit myself more to God, and I, um, I want to be a, ch- a better child of God. Mm-hmm. And um, in 1 Cor- Corinthians ten thirty one, it says, whatever you eat, drink, or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing this for the glory of God, and um, so I can have freedom in his will. Thank you. Wow.
1: Amen. <laughs> Samuel, what grade are you in? Fourth. Fourth grade. And so we pray that in your fourth grade and if, from this point on, that you'll just be an incredible, incredible testimony, pointing people to Jesus in your life. So Samuel, based on your faith, it's now my privilege to get to baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. you. <laughs>
2: The, uh, family, I have uh, the privilege of baptizing uh, five people this morning, and one of my uh, students
1: is getting baptized this morning. Why don't you tell us your name, um, Brian? Uh,
2: and uh, I'm just so grateful to be alive today and just uh, sim- submit myself to the Lord. And uh, I also just want to say that through this church and its people, I was able to experience the love and peace of God firsthand by you. At the Hispanic High School Ministry Ignite, I was welcomed and accompanied by some very cool people who eventually I befriend. They taught me God's word and showed me how to serve other people while simultaneously resembling God's likeness. I never knew people like this could exist, but now that I know that it was through God's love that transformed them, I also want to help change people for the better. Thank you. Amen, Brian. By public testimony, I have the privilege, and I'm so grateful to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son.
0: Tell us your name. I'm um, Leo. Leo, and why are you getting baptized this uh, morning? I'm getting baptized this morning because um, I, <laughs> uh, I, owe, I owe my life to God for everything He's done to me. Uh, he's been with me since I was born. Um, I also have gotten really thankful for him for doing everything in my life, uh, introducing me to Ignite and everyone in the Ignite team for because they were the ones that really uh, inspired me to take this huge leap of faith and uh, get baptized because they've shot me that, <laughs> that yeah, they taught me that I could love Christ no matter what, and if I give it everything I got, I can make it to heaven. Amen. Amen. So, by public testimony,
2: I baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
1: Yes.
2: I also have the privilege to baptize one of my siblings in Christ. And uh, what is your name? Anna. Anna, tell us why you're getting baptized
0: this morning. Growing up, I had always heard about the word of God from time to time. I always knew that I could turn to him for help, but I didn't know how. Until one year ago, when I found myself in complete despair, I did not know where to turn to, and I prayed for God, to tell him that I needed him more than ever before. I asked him for strength in my relationship with him and to guide me in my journey to to get him closer to me. He led my family and I to this church. It has been a little more than a year since then, and God has been working on me and healing our loss. I have found peace and see all the miracles that he has provided for me and my family every day. On this day, I am being baptized because I want to be a public testimony about the miracles that God has done in my life. By your
3: testimony, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
0: Please uh, tell us your name. Uh, Hi, my name is Roman. And Uh, Roman, why are you getting baptized this morning? Si? Buenos dias, hermanos. Uh, uh, Desde muy chico me acuerdo
2: que he creído en Dios. Siempre trataba de orar por cualquier cosa o situación. Pero conforme fueron pasando los años, poco a poco me empezó a alejar de él. Uh, dejé de pedirle orar como cuando era un niño Pero hace un año me di cuenta en realidad lo mucho que me había alejado Y lo mucho que me hacía falta uh, Me he dado cuenta que aunque caía él siempre estuvo ahí a mi lado sosteniéndome Por eso lo de uh, claro como mi salvador Y hoy estoy siendo bautizado en este día Porque quiero ser un testimonio público para ustedes En Dios y su gran bondad Bondad para mí que realmente no merezco de ninguna manera Bien, bien, bien. Tengo el privilegio de bautizarte por tu testimonio en el nombre de Cristo, del hijo,
0: del Espíritu Santo.
2: Bien. Buenos días. Díganos su nombre. Melina, ¿y por qué se está bautizando en esta
1: mañana? Uh, Buenos días, hermanos. Mi nombre es Melina. Yo vine a Calvary por primera vez en enero de 2016. Antes de llegar a los caminos de Dios, yo era una persona muy negativa y sufría depresión. En febrero de 2016, sentí la necesidad de pedir perdón por mis pecados y acepté a Jesús como mi salvador. Desde ese día sentí una paz en mi corazón que nunca antes había experimentado. Hoy quiero dar testimonio público de mi fe en Dios y todo lo bueno que ha hecho, Él ha hecho en mi vida. Dios me ha sanado de mis heridas emocionales y ha traído paz a mi vida. Gracias. Dios los bendiga. Gracias bueno,
2: por tu testimonio, tu fe, te baptizo en el nombre del Padre, del Hijo y del Espíritu Santo.
1: Gracias.
0: All right, let's give another round of applause for everybody that got baptized today. Uh, It's so great to be able to celebrate with all of them, and uh, just, I'm so encouraged every time, and so I hope you are as well. We are going, right now, we're going to make the transition to Christmas. Okay, you feel it? Are you ready? All right, okay. <laughs> this is happening, and I know you see it everywhere. I'm excited about all of the decorations everywhere, but we're going to do this in a sort of a real way now, because what this is, this season that we are starting right now, is this season of Advent. And so this Season Advent, really, is what it is, this this waiting and preparing and longing for the coming of Jesus. We celebrate at Christmas that he has been born, but we're waiting for that and longing for it up until that point of Christmas morning. And then then that's the Christmas season. But here we are, and we're going to—we have this Advent wreath here that we will light each Sunday. And I just want to explain it a little bit today. The, the circle of this wreath reminds us of God himself, his eternity, his endless mercy that has no beginning and no end. The green of the wreath speaks of the hope that we have in God, the hope of newness, the hope of renewal, the hope of eternal life. The candles, just the fact that there are candles, symbolize the light of God coming into the world through the birth of his son— Now that we have these four outer candles, they represent the period of waiting, that waiting, that longing during these four Sundays of Advent that themselves symbolize the four centuries, the 400 years of waiting between the prophet Malachi and then the birth of Jesus. So each of these candles are hope, joy, love, and peace. And then the center candle is called the Christ candle. And it's not lit until it's actually Christmas. We'll light it at our Christmas Eve services. So today we light the first candle that represents hope. The people of Israel were waiting and hoping that the prophecies of Isaiah would come true, that the Messiah would come and deliver them. We have this hope that is only found. In Jesus Christ. And so today we begin this series that we're in called Hark. Because we are going to be looking at through this this series... We're looking at the involvement of angels. Angels are prevalent and present throughout the scriptures, but they are really the most prevalent during this Christmas story. We see angels involved throughout it. And so we're going to be talking about angels, talking about how they are involved in this announcement of Jesus. And really today we're beginning that and finding out just a little bit more about what angels are, who angels are, and how they as messengers come and bring this message of hope of Christ for the world. And so I'm excited to introduce today Armando Reyes, who will be preaching today on this first message in our series, and Victor Mian, who will be translating for him here. Let's welcome them to the stage now. Welcome, man.
2: Good morning, Calvary Church family.
3: Buenos dias, familia de Calvary.
2: Todo lo que voy a decir en inglés.
3: I, I knew this was going to happen. I don't know what language is coming out of my mouth. A veces pasa así y no me cuentan, so it happens.
2: Uh, good morning. Es un privilegio, un privilegio grande para mí. It's a great privilege for me. Poder iniciar la serie de Navidad aquí en Calvary.
3: To start or begin our new series here at Calvary.
2: Gracias, Pastor Eric Wickling. Thank you, Pastor Eric, parte de esta
3: for including us in this blessing.
2: Así que vamos a iniciar esta serie que se llama Escuchen de la Boca de los Ángeles. So we will,
3: start our, uh, we will start this series that says, Hark from the Mouth of Angels. Y el primer mensaje se llama Mensajeros. And the first message is Messengers.
2: Voy a leer el primer eh, pasaje bíblico en español y Víctor lo va a hacer en inglés. Y después necesito que tomen sus Biblias porque ah, usted va a leer en inglés el resto de los pasajes.
3: So to begin, we are going to read Luke 1, 26 to 28. He will read it in Spanish. I will read it in English. From then forward, please have your Bibles ready as as the uh, Bible verses will be up there noted up on the screen so you can look them up.
2: Lucas 1, 26 al 28. Al sexto mes... El ángel Gabriel fue enviado por Dios a una ciudad de Galilea llamada Nazaret. A una virgen desposada con un varón que se llamaba José, de la casa de David, y el nombre de la virgen era María, y entrando el ángel donde ella estaba, dijo: Salve, muy favorecida; el Señor es contigo; bendita tú entre las mujeres.
3: Now in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee named or called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph, of the descendants of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming in, he said to her, Greetings, favored
2: one, the Lord is with you. Bueno, quiero hablarle de los ángeles mensajeros. So I want to share with you about messenger angels. Pero quiero comenzar con los ángeles mensajeros de Ciudad Juárez, México.
3: But I want to begin with the messenger angels from the
2: city of Ciudad Juárez in Mexico. Usted puede ver las fotografías en pantalla. You can see some images up on the screen. Ciudad Juárez, México es una de las ciudades que fue considerada más peligrosa del mundo hace unos años atrás
3: the city of Juarez in Mexico was considered a few years back one of the most dangerous cities of the world
2: al de drogas, because of drug trafficking y la violencia. and the violence that is the reason why some Christians there Muy valientes. very bold que decidieron salir a las calles, decided to go out to the streets, disfrazados de ángeles, dressed as angels, y con estos grandes anuncios, and with these great messages, ellos hicieron un llamado al arrepentimiento, they made a call to repentance, no solamente a los traficantes, not only to the traffickers, aun al Chapo Guzmán, even Chapo Guzmán, pero a toda la población, but to the whole town. Pero no solamente un mensaje de arrepentimiento. Not just a message of repentance. Pero ellos publicaron un mensaje de esperanza y de paz. But they were proclaiming a message of hope and peace. Y ellos lo siguen haciendo cada día. And they continue to do that every day. Es el mismo mensaje de esperanza y paz. It's the same message of, of hope and peace.
3: That the angels were proclaiming
2: when the Prince, prince of Peace was to come. And that is the exact message that you and I should be sharing. Ese es el enfoque de este mensaje. And that is the focus of this message. Pero hablemos de los de Dios. But let's talk about the angels of God. Y entonces, ¿qué son los de Dios? What are the angels Veamos en Hebreos 1:14 la respuesta.
3: If you look up in Hebrews
2: 1:14, you'll find the answer. Dice la palabra de Dios, no son todos espíritus ministradores enviados para servicio a favor de los que serán herederos de la salvación. Lo que dice la escritura aquí, What scripture tells us here, Es que los ángeles son servidores. The angels are servants. No solo de Dios, not only from God, pero ahora de todos aquellos que fuimos llamados a la salvación. But to all who have been called to salvation. En hebreo la palabra malak. In Hebrew the word malak, y en griego ángelos. and in Greek angelos. Pero el significado en la Biblia es enviado, mensajero o embajador. But
3: the significance in scripture is messenger, herald, or um, ambassador.
2: Estas palabras también en la Biblia son utilizadas para hombres que llevaban un mensaje de parte de Dios.
3: These words were also used to describe men who
2: proclaimed. Para the cualquiera good news. Un
3: For anyone who would take a message.
2: Pero es la palabra más usual en hebreo y en griego para dirigirse a los ángeles de Dios.
3: But these are the words that were more common to refer to the angels.
2: Los ángeles aparecen por toda la Biblia, desde Génesis hasta
3: The angels appear in all of Scripture from Genesis.
2: Pero vamos a hablar un poquito más de qué están hechos los ángeles. But let's talk a little bit more about what angels are made of. En Nehemiah capítulo 9, versículo 6. So Nehemiah 9, 6. Capítulo 9, verso 6.
3: Chapter 9,
2: verse 6. Déjame leerte este pasaje y dice la escritura de esta manera. Tú solo eres Jehová. Tú hiciste los cielos y los cielos de los cielos con todo su ejército, la tierra y todo lo que está en ella los mares y todo lo que hay en ellos y tú vivificas todas las cosas y los ejércitos de los cielos te adoran. Lo que está diciendo esta escritura what this passage is saying es que Dios creó a los ángeles God created the angels y todas las cosas que hay en la tierra and all the things on earth Así que los ángeles son creación de Dios so angels are God's creation. Veamos un poquito más acerca de qué son eh, los ángeles Y tengo una descripción más clara de esto Y so aunque you... todas las escrituras usted las tiene en, en, su, en su bosquejo Voy a mencionar de qué están hechos ellos
3: so again, the notes in your bulletin have the scriptures and you can look up Psalm
2: 91, 11. No solo son espíritus creados por Dios, Not only are they created spirits by God, ellos tienen personalidad, but they have also personality. Son seres because they are intelligent beings. They have emotions. They have their free will. Ellos han hacer la voluntad de Dios. They have decided to do God's will. ellos también are santos. They are also holy. Son puros. They are pure. Porque Dios les dio de su santidad y su naturaleza.
3: Because God gave them part of his nature and his holiness.
2: Los ángeles no tienen género. The angels do not have gender. No son varón ni hembra tampoco. They are not male or female. Porque son espíritus. They are spirit. Y Jesús mencionó incluso And Jesus mentioned si nosotros morimos y vamos a la eternidad,
3: when we die and in, enter into in, in eternity, seremos como los ángeles. We would be like angels.
2: No dice que seremos ángeles. It doesn't say that we will become angels. Sino como los ángeles. But we will be like Porque them. Porque en el cielo no hay matrimonios.
3: Because in heaven there no is hay no marriage. Sexo. There is no sex.
2: Los ángeles pueden tomar forma humana.
3: Angels can take on human form.
2: Cuando es necesario, when is necessary. En el Antiguo Testamento, in the Old Testament, ellos aparecieron en varias, en varias ocasiones en forma de hombres.
3: They appeared on numerous occasions in the form of men.
2: Esto fue para cumplir los propósitos de Dios.
3: To do God's will. Generalmente era para
2: dar un mensaje. Generally to give a message. Ellos son los mensajeros de Dios. They are God's messengers. Los ángeles no pueden morir. Angels can't die. Pero tampoco se pueden reproducir.
3: But they also cannot reproduce.
2: so pensar que la misma cantidad de ángeles que Dios creó,
3: so we can imagine the uh, original number of angels that God
2: created, es la misma que existe hoy en día. It's the same that exists today. Hay historias memorables en el Antiguo Testamento sobre apariciones de ángeles.
3: The Old Testament, sh- the, the Old Testament shares many stories about angels who appeared.
2: Pudiéramos mencionar a Abraham cuando los ángeles vinieron para dar un anuncio a él.
3: We could talk about Abraham when angels came to give him an announcement. Que él tendría una
2: descendencia incontable. That he would have an enormous descendants. Que Dios le iba a dar un hijo. That God would give him a son. Pudiéramos mencionar a Lot cuando los ángeles fueron enviados por Dios para rescatarlo a él y a su familia.
3: Likewise, we can think of Lot's story when angels were sent to him to save his family.
2: Está la historia de Daniel donde Dios milagrosamente envió ángeles a protegerlo de ser devorado por los leones.
3: We can also remember Daniel's story when God miraculously sent angels to protect him in the lion's den.
2: O la historia de Eliseo cuando Dios le permitió ver ejércitos de ángeles que estaban ahí para protegerlo.
3: Also, when God sent for him many angels
2: so he could see that he was being protected. Así que ahora sabemos que los ángeles no solamente son mensajeros, pero también ellos son protectores.
3: So angels are not only messengers, but they are also protectors. If
2: si usted lee este Salmo, el Salmo capítulo 91, versículo 11, dice, pues a sus ángeles mandará cerca de ti que te guarden en todos tus caminos. Si tú eres un hijo de Dios, el Salmo 91 promete que ángeles de Dios estarán cerca de ti. So if
3: you are a child of God, Psalm 91 promises that angels would surround you to protect you.
2: Pero vamos al punto principal de este mensaje. Now let's move on to the main point of today's message. Los mensajeros de la natividad.
3: The messengers of the nativity
2: y quiero hablar no solamente de los ángeles como los mensajeros de la natividad
3: so not only do I want to share about angels as messengers of the nativity
2: pero sino de nosotros
3: but actually including us
2: déjame leerte este pasaje en Lucas capítulo 2 verso 8 al 11
3: now if you'd like to look up in your Bibles Luke chapter 2 okay.
2: verso 8 al 11
3: verses 8 to 11
2: Mira lo que dice la, la escritura aquí. Lucas capítulo 2, verso 8 al 11. Qué glorioso mensaje hay aquí. Luke 2, verses 8 to 11. Había pastores en la misma región que velaban y guardaban las vigilias de la noche sobre su rebaño. Y aquí se les apareció un ángel del Señor y la gloria del Señor los rodeó de resplandor y tuvieron gran temor. Pero el ángel les dijo, no temáis, porque he aquí os doy nuevas de gran gozo, que serán para todo el pueblo, que os ha nacido hoy en la ciudad de David, un salvador, que es Cristo el Señor. Los ángeles anunciaron gloriosamente el nacimiento de Jesús.
3: The angels gloriously announced Jesus' birth. Pero
2: en la historia de la Navidad vemos varios anuncios.
3: But in the Christmas story we see several messages.
2: En, perdón, eh, podemos ver que los ángeles también anunciaron a María que ella sería la madre del Salvador.
3: So we know the angels announced to Mary that she would be the mother of the Savior.
2: La referencia está en Lucas 1, And you can see that
3: in Luke 1:26.
2: Después vemos que anunciaron a José, el esposo de María.
3: Then angels likewise came to
2: Joseph Que María daría luz al Salvador. That Mary would be giving birth to the Savior. Y qué descanso para José al escuchar esa confirmación.
3: And what a relief for him to be able to get that message.
2: Un ángel anunció a los pastores del campo que el Mesías había nacido.
3: Likewise, angel, an angel came to the shepherds out in the fields to, uh, to make the great announcement.
2: Y la imagen fue gloriosa cuando huestes celestiales aparecieron alabando a Dios y glorificándolo.
3: And the message was glorious when many numbers of angels were in the heavens glorifying
2: God. Pero el mensaje de los ángeles la noche que Jesús nació era gloria a Dios en las alturas and
3: the message they came to announce
2: was glory to God in the heavens and peace to his people on earth. Después un ángel volvió a aparecer a José en sueños para advertirle que al niño a Egipto.
3: And we know that an angel then came to Joseph to warn him that he would need to escape with his family.
2: Porque él corría peligro
3: because they were in danger.
2: Así que no solo fueron mensajeros, pero protectores. So not only were they messengers but also protectors. Durante toda la vida de Jesús los ángeles aparecieron para servirlo. Through all
3: of Jesus's life, angels appeared to serve him.
2: Es que la historia de la Navidad no se trataba de los ángeles.
3: So the Christmas story didn't have wasn't about the angels. Se trataba de Jesús. It was about Jesus. Se trata de Jesús. It's about Jesus.
2: El mensaje de los ángeles es sobre Jesús. The message of the angels is about Jesus. Y es el que ahora. And now it's the message that we need to proclaim. Tú y yo somos de you and I are disciples of Christ. Pero ahora somos los de la and now we are the messengers
3: of the nativity.
2: Dios nos ha a el God has called us to preach the a gospel to all the world. En Marcos, capítulo 16, verso In Mark 16, verse 15, Jesús les dijo a sus discípulos: "Por tanto, id y predicar el evangelio a toda criatura." Tú y yo, como discípulos de Cristo, fuimos llamados a hacer esto.
3: You and I as disciples of Christ are called to preach anunciar el
2: mismo mensaje que salió de la boca de los ángeles.
3: The same message that came out of the mouth of angels.
2: No solo que Jesús nació, not only that Christ was born, pero que él murió y resucitó para salvar a los pecadores. but that he died and rose again to save sinners. Debemos anunciar el evangelio de la paz. We must preach the the gospel of peace. Navidad suele ser una época de gozo y de paz.
3: And Christmas is a season of joy and peace.
2: Pero solo para aquellos que lo han entendido. But only for those who have understood. Aquellos que tienen el verdadero mensaje. Those who have the true and real message. Sin embargo, hay millones de personas. Por todo el mundo que no saben el
3: however there are millions of people around the world who have yet to hear
2: the gospel and many who have heard and don't understand Ellos necesitan quien les explique. they need someone to explain to them they need someone to bring light to their lives with the word of God
3: they need messengers to announce the message of salvation Tú y
2: yo somos esos
3: mensajeros.
2: You and I are those mensajeros de la
3: natividad.
2: Quiero compartir contigo otro pasaje que está en uh, Romanos capítulo 10 verso 15. Y dice, ¿cómo predicarán si no fueren enviados? Como está escrito, cuán hermosos son los pies de los que anuncian la paz, de los que anuncian buenas nuevas. Tú y yo fuimos llamados a anunciar buenas nuevas. You and I were called to announce the good news. Dios dice que son hermosos los pies de los que anuncian paz. And God said, beautiful are the feet of those who share peace. De los que anuncian buenas nuevas.
3: Who announce the good
2: news. Evangelio es buenas nuevas.
3: The gospel is good news.
2: Cristo no solo vino y nació para traer paz. Christ didn't only come to be born to bring peace. Él nació para salvar. He was born to save. Él vino a morir en la cruz para salvar a todo aquel que lo reconozca como Salvador y Señor.
3: He came to die on the cross that all who would believe would be saved.
2: Navidad es una de las épocas más
3: importantes. Christmas is one of the most important seasons.
2: For nosotros como cristianos.
3: For us as believers,:
2: Una de las más One of the grandes greatest opportunities para compartir el mensaje de Cristo to share Christ's message. que The peace he came to
3: bring and sal- the peace he came to give and salvation as well.
2: Los Angels were
3: wishing to understand what you and I now understand.
2: que Dios nos por
3: What God has revealed to us through the
2: gospel. Pero no fue ahora a los ángeles a quien Dios envió a predicar. But it is not now the angels who God is sending out. No fue a los ángeles a quien Dios los llamó a anunciar la salvación.
3: It wasn't the angels who he's called to announce salvation.
2: Ahora somos tú y yo los que debemos anunciar now el mensaje de salvación. Now it is you and I
3: who are called to share the message.
2: Termino con este pasaje. Primera can, de Pedro, capítulo 1, versos 11 y 12. We
3: conclude with 1 Peter 1, 11 through 12.
2: Dice la palabra de Dios, escudriñando qué persona y qué tiempo indicaba el Espíritu de Cristo que estaba en ellos. El cual anunciaba de antemano los sufrimientos de Cristo y las glorias que vendrían tras ellos. A estos se les reveló que no para sí mismos, sino para nosotros administraban las cosas que ahora son anunciadas por los que os han predicado el evangelio por el Espíritu Santo enviado desde el cielo cosas en las cuales anhelan mirar los ángeles que privilegio más grande what a tremendous privilege que llamado más poderoso hemos recibido such a powerful calling that we have received que Dios nos haya elegido a sus discípulos that God has chosen us, his disciples para anunciar To announce the most important message the world needs to hear. The message of the gospel. If we could take advantage of this Christmas season and
3: share the peace that you and I have received.
2: El gozo que Cristo nos ha dado.
3: The joy Christ has given us.
2: El amor que ha derramado en nuestro corazón. The love he has put in our heart. Vayamos allá afuera. Let us go. Y prediquemos el Evangelio de Cristo. And
3: preach the gospel of Christ.
2: Este es el llamado para todos. That is your calling for today. Vamos a orar. Let us pray. Padre. Oramos esta mañana. Que tu Espíritu Santo nos envuelva. Señor no somos ángeles pero somos mensajeros Señor somos hechos un poco menor que los ángeles pero nos has dado el más grande privilegio de ser evangelistas, de compartir el mensaje de la salvación de llevar paz y esperanza al perdido oramos Señor que uses a toda la familia de Calvary Church durante esta Navidad para compartir el mensaje de amor, de paz, de esperanza y de salvación que solamente en Cristo Jesús podemos tener. Amén. Amén. Dios les bendiga.
1: Armando, Victor, thank you for leading us through God's word this morning. Um, We have such a great team of pastors here, you guys. I'm so privileged to be able to serve with godly men like Armando and Victor. If you're not aware, one of the visions of Calvary Church is to be better together. We are better together when we gather together using the gifts that God has given us. We're better together in being a church that has a variety of ages in this room, from little Ella Palmer, eight years old, who got baptized this morning, to Bill Grant, who turns 104 uh, a week from today. We are better together through our age differences And we are better together in different cultures. Amen? Amen. Amen. You may have heard this before, but it's been said in America that Sunday morning is the most segregated hour or morning of the entire week as people gather in churches based on their culture or language or race. We want to break through that in the kingdom of God and say that we are all one in Jesus Christ. And so thank you even for today for for joining together both in Spanish and English and Mandarin and ASL. Praise God. Let's bring on more languages. And out of that vision to be better together, we also want to have this idea of each one reach one. This idea that Armando said of we have this amazing message to share that Jesus really has come. And so in the next few weeks, we have some great opportunities for you to invite people who desperately need to know Jesus Christ. In fact, just next Saturday, December 7th, which you may know from a different uh, date as well, December 7th, um, but we have our annual, second annual Christmas tree lighting. It's going to be incredible. We're going to be gathering out in the courtyard. We'll have amazing, amazing activities all over the campus. That's December 7th, this Saturday. And then we have, that's from 4 to, six, four to 7. And then a uh, week after that, December 15th, we have uh, our gathering here on Sunday morning. And then that afternoon, we have two opportunities to come together, all generations and cultures, And sing Christmas carols together. So that's on the 15th. And then on the 23rd and the 24th is our candlelight services. Barna has a statistic that 70% of people would come to church if you invited them. And so who will you invite to come to one of these events coming up? Our Christmas Eve services are an incredible time and opportunity to invite people um, on either one or both. And so we challenge you to think through who will you reach this Christmas season. We've been hearing rumors that there's actually been some messengers running around Orange County inviting people to some of these events. And so, well, we actually captured them on video. Um, here, watch the screen.
0: Park. I have to say that because I'm an angel. But I just want to invite you to some activities we have coming up at our church for the Christmas season. We'd love to have you come if that was a possibility
3: Hi, I'm an angel, and I want to invite you to a special program we've got coming up here in Christmas time. We'd love to have you. I'm an angel. Hi,
2: I'm a, uh, an angel. I'm here to give you something. Don't no, okay. no. listen to this guy. I uh, just wanted you to know about something that's happening at Calvary Church in Santa Anna. Christmas tree lighting. i love to have you come.
1: So there's a lot of messengers out there spreading the word about what's happening here at Calvary Church. So seriously, we want you to be part of these events that are coming up this Saturday. This Christmas tree lighting is gonna be incredible. Let me share some of the things that will be happening this Saturday night. We're gonna have cookie decorating. We're gonna have cocoa and coffee. We're gonna have a live petting zoo here. We're gonna have three camels on the property for you to ride this Saturday night. We're gonna have train rides photo opportunities. We're going to have a thing called Christmas for a Cause, which is a pop-up shop with 10 nonprofits that will come um, and share some of their goods or crafts that you can buy uh, at this event. I'm trying to stay focused. Uh, we're going to have real snow. There'll be real snow this Saturday night on the campus. And so we want you to be part of this. Who will you invite Saturday night Four o'clock. The actual lighting is at 6. Please come. Please invite your friends and neighbors so that we don't have to send the angels back out to do what you're called to do. And then again, we have the carols on the 15th and then the candle lighting. <laughs> the candle lighting on the 23rd. And okay, you're good, Dave. You can go. Uh, <laughs> Never work with kids or angels. That's the... uh, But please, please, each one reach one uh, this Christmas season. If you're new with us, this is a normal Sunday. so we're glad that you are here. Thank you for coming today. We have a gift for you in the lobby. If you'd like, in just a moment, we're going to receive our offering as an act of worship. And you can just fill out the card that's in the seat rack in front of you if you're visiting with us. We would love just to say hello to you and then come pick up your free gift in the lobby. So let's, let's invite the Lord to speak to our hearts as we give and worship now through offering. And then who will God invite us to call us to invite to bring? So let's pray. Father, thank you. This has been already an incredible morning in this, this weekend of Thanksgiving, as so we look now towards your incarnation, the first advent. God, thank you for all the blessings that you've given us. Lord, we just want to share those blessings through our financing and giving right now uh, and through even just inviting people to, to experience you here on this campus. So God, would you put on our minds and hearts right now a name of a person that you're calling us to invite, the lighting this Saturday and and the other events of this month. God, give us boldness and courage, just like you gave little Ella Palmer courage to get baptized today. Give us that same courage by your spirit uh, to invite those this season. And so we pray this in Jesus' name. And we said as a church,
2: amen. God bless you as you give this morning.